yeah, I'm chasing this thing. Now I've got to pole vault over this river. <laughs> then quickly bring the slingshot out again. <laughs> it's like, am I underneath it? I don't know. Welcome to Talking Simulator, a series of short conversations about video games with interesting people who play them. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. As I record and release this, it is April 2020, and the world is experiencing a pandemic. I don't know if I've personally had COVID-19 because we don't yet have access to the necessary tests, but I have been unwell, though fortunately just with some fatigue and a few weeks of coughing. If I sound at all hoarse in this episode, that's probably why. I am privileged to be in a situation where I've been able to self-isolate, and although much of my work has been cancelled, to find other things to do. One of those things is gentle preparation for series two of this podcast, while giving the people I want to interview the time and space they need to settle into this strange new normal. In the meantime, a video game has been released that has had record sales, has dominated my life and the lives of basically everyone I know, and has kept me more in touch with some of my friends than I probably would have been even if we were still allowed to hang out in physical space. Animal Crossing New Horizons, as many have said before me, has arrived at an undeniably opportune moment for millions of isolated and anxious people worldwide. But even beyond that, there is so much to discuss about this game that I've recorded five conversations with five of my friends, and I'm releasing them daily over the course of a week. Each begins with a little island tour, and then moves into a deeper discussion. In this episode, as I gradually lose my sense of time, I discuss taking things at one's own pace with my guest, Shella Ramanan. Hello, my name is Shella Ramanan. I used to be a video games journalist, but now I am a narrative designer for both AAA and indie games. Currently working on the first title for my indie studio, Threefold Games, and it's called Before I Forget, and it comes out on Steam this summer. Sorry, I'm just ditching some of my bells because I've got too many in my pockets. <laughs> you know how it is when your diamond shoes are too tight. Yeah. I thought the Nook Corner Shop had swindled me yesterday because they were like, oh, you've got like that stuff you put in the box is like 11 grand. I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, why isn't that in my bell stash? I was like, why have I got three grand if you've just paid 11 grand for me? <laughs> and I didn't realize they put it into your savings account. Yeah, yet another thing in the game that is not quite clear. No, I just like, oh, so they said, you've got 11 grand, but we're not going to give it to you. And I was like, bastards. I was like, I'm never putting anything in that box again. <laughs> This morning I was wait, waiting for the shop to open, but because I'm an hour ahead, I kind of start going to work by eight o'clock. You know, it's like nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So I can't get to the shop in the morning. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So is this your first time having someone to your island? Yep. Ah, exciting. <laughs> Oh, right. I can see that you're descending. So I've got this kind of in-flight information, I suppose, like I'm waiting at the airport. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so cute. Local time is 7.30pm. It's interesting because I talked to Kat yesterday and on their island it was obviously, you know, it was like 11am because they're in California. Mm -hmm. um, but you're only an hour oh, difference. Yeah. Oh, you're wearing the skirt I gave you. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> and a and a flower in your hair. Yeah. Very cute. Do you want to show me your island? 
Uh, there's not much to see. I love that there were blossoms this morning. That made me very happy. So I was just going, I wish the fruit trees had blossomed before they had fruit. Mm. Oh, I like this villager. Yeah. Who's this? Annalisa. What a nice name. You can just see the little speech bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> we could look at your house. Oh, yeah. I have lots of flowers. Oh, so you do. Oh, look, you've got black tulips. Yeah. Oh, very yeah, good. Right. Well, I got those ones. They, um, they crossbreed some flowers. So if you have two red ones next to each other, they might spawn a black one. I think I dug them up on another island or something. Ah. Yeah, I'm always... <laughs> <laughs> Digging up flowers. Yeah, some botanists. Yeah, this is my third villager who will come tomorrow. It says on the sign, the spot reserved for Stu's new home. Oh, I think I do know who Stu is. Like a cow or a kangaroo or something. Very similar animals, cows yeah. and kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> they are in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm not that bothered about that. I like the villagers or not. More focused on the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that about this game, that everyone takes something different from it. Oh, I thought this was your house. I've just walked in on a... Who's this? <laughs> this is my other villager. Oh, Phoebe. I like her tail. Yeah. Oh, wow, her... Oh, my God. She's got the play school furniture, though. Really bad. <laughs> All the primary colours. I can't... Yeah, I can't be doing that. You played Pocket Camp, right? Have you played any other Animal Crossing games? Yeah, I played maybe the first one. Whatever that was called. Was it just called Animal Crossing? Probably. I don't think I played the first one. Oh, you've got bunk beds. Yeah, just because I got them. So I was just like, I'll put those in. <laughs> Very cool. I like this um, this kind of collection of plants and yeah. tea things. It's very cool. And the typewriter. It's like a Japanese student house at the moment. <laughs> It's got like a floor cushion and like there's no chairs, <laughs> a record player and <laughs> some bunk beds. How much are you enjoying the kind of collecting furniture aspect? Yeah, I do like it. I haven't really sort of dressed this up because I want to expand my house before I do that because mm. it's not that much space. The annoying thing is the grid system for placing stuff. Mm. And so it can get really cluttered really quickly. And I don't like that. So that's why there's not much furniture in here. And you end up having to sort of push everything against the wall and it all looks a bit weird. It's filled with lots of gifts you've given me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like the record player. Yeah, the record player is cool. Because you gave me that tune, um, which I only just switched out today, actually. And then I was like, well, what do I do with this? Yeah, so I only just figured out that... Um, when I went to the shop and there was a record player, I was like, oh, I'll buy that and see if that thing plays on it. Have you found that with a lot of the features of the game that you hadn't realised how to do them or what they were for? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just everything. I had a week off last week and, yeah, it came out that week or the Friday before. Yeah, so I was on Twitter, just, uh, I'm kind of off social media for sort of um, mental health reasons, which is why I take the week. And 
I was like, well, I need to know this thing, so I'll use Twitter for, <laughs> for Animal Crossing questions. So I've got a thread that's just my Animal Crossing questions. Uh, everyone's just super helpful and uh, it was really nice because, yeah, I couldn't remember how the fishing worked because, A, I, I bought a Switch just for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, the special limited edition Switch. Yes, exactly. So uh, I left my house very briefly. There's not lockdown in Sweden. We're just washing our hands and hoping for the best. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Very Swedish. <laughs> yes. Um, so the rest of Sweden was just out and about, but my company was, you know, working from home and it's all, it's quite strange because we're all in sort of self-isolation type scenario whilst, whilst the rest of Sweden is just like yeah. <laughs> sort of gleefully going for fika and, um, you know, walking in the park and stuff like that. So I sort of nipped out to get my switch to rush back so I could play it. So you've been avoiding Twitter except for asking Animal Crossing questions. Yeah, pretty much. How have you found that? You said people have been quite nice. Yeah, they have. I mean, especially in that week off. So I wasn't having stand up with my colleagues and all that sort of thing, which is kind of keeps you sane um, when you've got a, a team, even though you're remote, we're still like ha having lots of chat and virtual chat and stuff like that about work so yeah during that week off it was a complete lifeline to the outside world and yeah it was just really really nice because that you'd find someone else who's like yeah I couldn't work out the fishing either and then someone would be like oh you do this and it's like oh I thought you did that or I do this and then we all come to a consensus it's like oh I tried this and um, that works and then, yeah, it, yeah, it was just really nice. It just really made, made me happy and sort of pulled me out of um, a bit of a fug that I was in, which was why I was having that week off in the first place. So I wasn't, I really wasn't in a great place at mm. all. And um, yeah, Animal Crossing was one of the few things my brain could cope with doing. And then the community aspect of Animal Crossing was just really lovely. That's really interesting that you found solace in a community of other people who don't know what they're doing necessarily or people who, who really know what they're doing and want to jump on and help other people. Because I've seen this kind of discourse going around about people who feel like other people are going too fast mm. and are tweeting about things that they haven't got to in their game yet kind of spoilers or are showing off all of the things that they've unlocked and you know their fancy outfits and their huge houses and people are getting kind of anxiety over not being as far in the game but it doesn't seem like you've had that experience at all I mean this morning because I'm an hour ahead of the UK and most of the people on my in my Animal Crossing circle are in the UK. So I woke up and there were, there were blossoms on the trees and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then I was like, oh, I should take a photo. And I was like, well, actually, I've just had this lovely experience. So I want everybody else to have that. So, I mean, yeah, sometimes it is a bit annoying when somebody shows, you know, something that's ahead, like the inside the butterfly house. I think I saw that on someone else's because somebody tweeted it and so I kind of knew what that was going to be like and 
it's, you know, but you just kind of get over it. But yeah, so I did try and not do that to someone else this morning, because I was like, oh, this is so cute, and the eggs and things. You know, if I tweeted that, that would have ruined that nice little surprise for people. But on the whole, I'm just playing my own game. Because you can, you, it's easy to get into that. I need to rush to get all the stuff before other people do. I think partly it's because I don't visit people as much. I, I suspect if you go to other people's islands a lot, you, you then will probably get to feel that a lot more. Whereas I just go to my own, <laughs> like the anti-social animal crossing play. <laughs> It's mainly because I like I'm never on when other people are on. I don't know how to. I open my island, but then do I have to tell people or do they get a notification? I don't know. I don't really know how it, it works. Like a lot of things in Animal Crossing, and I just think, oh, I'll figure it out at some point. It'll be fine. <laughs> Let's talk about the things that you have not immediately understood about the game then because I think that's been an experience for basically everyone who's played it you know you'll be playing it for days and then you'll go oh right that's what that is or that's how that works there's a menu I've never seen before yeah how do you think that Nintendo could have improved this kind of tutorial phase of the game to be more approachable to people yeah I mean it's weird because it's just simple like I asked <laughs> so you get to a stage where you get a ladder so you can reach the higher bits of land and so on my uh, Animal Crossing Twitter thread, like questions thread, it was like, I was like, so how do I climb the ladder? <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous question to ask. Because I made the ladder and then I placed it to lean it up against a wall and then I walked up to it and nothing happened. I was like, why? And did, you know, press the action button. I was like, why is this person not? I was like, what do I do with this? So I just left it there. And I was like, well, now I don't have my lad. Do I have to make another one? I was like, this is kind of a pain. And so then I was just like, you know, what's up with the ladders, people? <laughs> and then somebody was like, I don't know what you mean. I was like, well, they don't do anything. But yeah, it's really weird. There's a weird logic that they have because they see the ladder as a tool. So you hold it like you would an axe and then press the action button. And then, and then there's an animation which places it and then they climb up it. And I can imagine the, uh, the development conversations about how to implement that ladder that would have gone on. You know, it's like, yeah, so the, there must have been sort of reasons for that, which are quite interesting. But like how would they communicate that I don't know because they don't really have text that comes up that says you know hold hold ladder and press a or whatever for anything and maybe it is partly because they want it to be a social game you know because it is multiplayer and it's like a community and you visit each other's islands so maybe it is partly because it's because they know there will be a community where you can just ask people and they'll tell you. I don't know. I think the way I learned how to use the ladder was that my little brother came to my island before I had unlocked the ladder, but he had one mm. on his person and he was, right. you know, running all over my island, climbing up and down ladders before I was able to do so. He started weeding my mountains and I didn't want my mountains to be weeded because I quite like the look of the weeds. Yeah. So I got quite cross with him. <laughs> It's like, put them back. My <laughs> yeah, I've left quite a lot of weeds. Plus, weeds are kind of handy. 
So I've had the privilege of being able to visit people in the Southern Hemisphere on their Animal Crossing mm-hmm. islands, and they have different weeds. Yeah. Uh, and they're really nice. Oh, are they? Can you yeah. can you import them? No, unfortunately, I think weeds are just weeds. Like a terrible colonial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. I have been catching Southern Hemisphere fish and bringing them back to my Northern Hemisphere museum, so... Oh, my God. You know. <laughs> I like that your pond is shaped like a flower. Oh, was it? I haven't noticed. It's kind of, yeah, or like a five-pointed star, I suppose. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah, I imported all these cosmos from the first island I went to, the pink, the pink and orange ones. Oh, right. I did wonder because they're normally you would only get those from crossbreeding. Yeah. Oh, they look lovely. They're cool, aren't they? Because, yeah, I found an island with a pond that was just surrounded by them. I was like, that's a cool idea. It's interesting that Nintendo is obviously really, really encouraging people to socialise with this game. Yeah. But you don't have to. No. I probably will at some point. I'm quite happy with just doing it slowly and doing my own thing. Do you have particular goals that you're trying to achieve? I think I just want to do my house is the main thing. I'm not in a hurry and to get as many flowers as possible. Those are my main goals, I think. Like, as with Pocket Camp, it was like this frenzy. (laughs) (laughs) Because they'd have, like, these special furniture sets that were only available for, like, October and stuff. Remember that sort of really pretty gothic sets and stuff Mm. like that? And then they'd have, like, the Christmas stuff. And I was like, I can't get like that because I was playing that game way after everybody else had left it. Yeah, I remember I... I unlocked the Christmas set, like everything. I worked really, really hard, played it all the time to unlock all the Christmas stuff. And then it was like, and now a New Year's set. And I was like, right, that's it. (laughs) That was the point at which I realised I could not continue playing this game. Yeah, yeah. I think I carried on and I I got the New Year's stuff and then I think (laughs) I finally gave up. I was like, I've got to leave this. Yeah, so I'm taking a much more chilled approach to this. It's just a thing I do in the morning before work or if I'm having insomnia or something like that. It's kind of a nice thing to to do. You can play it for a little bit and see what's going on at night as well. Because, yeah, like everything changes at, at the different times of day and things, which is cool. It's nice because I, I came on a bit earlier than I would because I knew I was talking to you. And um, I saw it at kind of dusk. Mm. And yeah, I'd never really been here at that time, so that was nice. I do like the sort of the changing seasons and the fact that they bring in new little things. Um, those things which obviously are designed to keep you playing, but also do delight you. Do you know if anything happens with the cherry blossom petals? Yes, so you can catch them with your net and then you unlock uh recipes that you can craft things with them nice oh yeah i suspected there was something i was like i'm gonna catch one of these then i'm gonna just save them up and put in storage and see what happens (laughs) i'm really bad at catching the cherry blossoms oh are you (laughs) my aim is terrible yeah like i'm i am with most of the net things actually it takes me ages to get a butterfly unless it's like a huge monarch or something Mm. but yeah any like bees or 
or anything. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the angle's really weird. The perspective's kind of strange, isn't it? So mm. like hitting those things in the sky, those balloons in the sky. Oh, yes. With the slingshot thing. It's like, oh my. It's just like, yeah, chasing this thing. Now I've got to pole vault over this river. <laughs> like quickly bring the slingshot out again. <laughs> it's like, am I underneath it? I don't know. <laughs> I noticed some of the discourse about Animal Crossing has been how kind of out of touch it is in some ways. It's capitalist heart. <laughs> it's really sort of counter to, you know, the way lots of people are feeling at the moment. Mm. And yeah, someone was on my feed saying, you know, I've, I've loved the Animal Crossing games in the past, but at the moment I just don't feel like I need that kind of sense of toil or valuing a butterfly or an insect by the number of bells. I have to say that my approach to it has changed because the world around me has changed. Mm. I'm seeing a lot more sort of colonialist ideals embedded within it and within the gameplay, which I struggle with. And yeah, the sort of the peak capitalist you know, like everything has a value and, you know, you're encouraged to cut trees down and to cultivate and kind of tidy up nature. And, you know, I was given some fencing this morning and I was like, mm, like, like why, why would I fence this in? And because um, I was like, oh, I'm going to create a sort of tropical island paradise but it's not that it's got this really colonial sort of neoclassical museum mm. and it's huge and dominating I resent that building utterly <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of resent putting things in it because like trapping live animals and putting them in this museum where they're not endangered on my island why am I putting them in there it's kind of odd how Animal Crossing doesn't fit as neatly in the cute pockets that I would have put it in before, you know, what was Pocket Camp, like, four years ago, three, four years ago or something like that. And my perspective on it has changed quite a lot, which is interesting. I still enjoy it, but, yeah, I, uh, I really resent that museum <laughs> a lot. If you want to check out Shella's thread of Animal Crossing questions, you can follow her on Twitter at Shella Ramanan. You can find me at Jerrica Weber and the podcast at Talking Simpod. But you should also subscribe to Talking Simulator on your favourite podcast app. This is the second episode of our five-part mini-series all about Animal Crossing New Horizons, released daily over the course of a week. So be sure to check out the others. Our music is by Jazz Mickle. You can find her at Jazz Mickle. Talking Simulator is edited by Leamington's loveliest audio person, Dan Parks. If you need to make something sound good, you can find him at Dan C. Parks. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Talk again soon. Uh, this robot frog that you've got is quite strange. Is it a frog?
frog. I thought it was a cat. Oh no, that's why it goes whizz, because it's a frog. 